over the eastern United States. Saturday, 10th of January, 2009, it's uh, about 05.20. So the flight from New Orleans to New York was marked by one particular event. Flights from the Big Easy to the general direction of the Big Apple are not that crowded this time of year. This was a night flight. I was dead tired. You know, I've had trouble sleeping ever since our return from the Dreamlands. This time I managed to fall asleep. But then I woke. The sound of eerie music, where, if there was a melody, it was about as hard to find as Jimmy Hoffa's remains. It was pipe music. Not like bagpipes or some such. More like reed pipes. Pan flutes, I think they're called. The seats next to me had been vacant, but a black man was suddenly sitting next to me. Black. Black as the abyss. Tall, bald, and black. With an extra dash of jet. I did not remember seeing him at departure. I can't even remember him now. His features were lost in an ebon pool of his face. Impossible to distinguish, just black, fading into black. He had a dinner knife in his hand. It was ornate, classy, like something you'd look at in Tiffany's but never consider actually buying. He was polishing it with a piece of fur, although from what creature I couldn't tell you. It was gray and mottled. It just didn't look right. I tried to take off the headphones to get the damn music out of my ears, but then I found that I actually wasn't wearing any. I looked around to see if a bunch of Peruvian yak handlers had joined the flight, but there was no one playing any instrument, and the source of the damn noise, the wailing pipes, could not be located. Seek not without, for the music comes from within, the black man said. I uh, turned to him with my usual customary charm. I'm sorry, who the fuck are you, I said. You called out to me, the black man replied, and I came. You have come so very far since our first meeting. Well, I didn't know what to say to that, so I just said uh, something stupid. Have we met before? Many times, he said, by happenstance then, but no longer. You called out to me, and I came. There was a deal of ice water in my stomach. Then, uh, feeling that I was lost. In those situations, I tend to be aggressive. So I said, look, I'm an FBI agent, buddy, and I don't like your look. If my face displeases you, he said, perhaps I can change. And he did. In a fraction of a second, his face became a blur of other appearances. Are my features pleasant to you now, Hawkeye Justin Pierce, the black man asked, settling on a face that somewhere between Hendricks and Denzel Washington.
I was frozen, could not reply. Take this, he said, handing me the knife, which had changed. It was no longer a dinner knife, but a massive dagger with a triangular pointed blade, fully three inches wide of the hilt, and a blade length of about eight inches. There were engravings on it, and they seemed to move and shift all over the blade. The hilt was shaped like a snake crossed with a pan flute. I knew that after 9-11, anybody who gets this past airport security is real trouble. I started to rise. I think it was panic. But then everything went black. I could not see a thing. And only hear the infernal flute music. The darkness is now yours to command, Hawkeye Justin Pierce, the voice said. We'll meet again. Just call me when the time is right. How? You know how. And I did. The darkness vanished. The black man was gone. I sat down, got my breathing under control, and then got up again. I walked up and down the aisle of the plane looking for him keeping an eye out on the occupied toilets. One discouraged a massively fat woman with burgundy hair, definitely a dye job gone wrong, and the other a crew-cut man in his thirties. I walked the aisle again, looking for the black man, but to no avail. I'm recording this, but I won't speak of it to the others. Maybe the dog tiredness of this Sleep deprivation is catching up with me. Or, actually, maybe not. The knife. It's inside my right jacket pocket. <laughs>